1-800-567-0560, toll-free for Dean and Broward. Or pound the show do not necessarily reflect those of E.M. Hi, this is Mari Povich wishing you a happy Hanukkah. Okay, how come uh, we're going to start off the same way we did yesterday again? Did I hear nothing on the overhead, nothing on the monitor? Are we going to start out with another technical problem again today? Like we did yesterday? George? They hear us fine. They hear us fine. How come I didn't hear anything when Maury Popovich just did uh, that number there? Hi, this is Maury Povich wishing you a happy Hanukkah. Oh, okay. Hi, Neil. Um, I'm a Miami resident, and I was just happened to hear the Neil talk show on my way home, and I think it's absolutely horrible, and I don't understand how anybody with values or morals or a social conscience can allow such a thing to be broadcast on their station. All right. This guy is just cursing at people, insulting, blaspheming. Just spreading anger and hatred? I don't understand that. I mean, do you have children? Do you have a family? Do you care what's going on, you know, in the world? Here? No! That just this bad stuff should be going around? Someone just venting all their hatred and anger at innocent people? I mean, he just left somebody crying on the, on the air. And uh, maybe it's very popular and makes a lot of money for your station, but... This is really not what the world needs. I mean, things are bad enough. I don't think we need a guy like this. And uh, I really find it very offensive and, and just horrible. I mean, how would you like if your children were listening to that and growing up in a world where this kind of thing is acceptable, where people can talk like that and, and be paid for it and be endorsed? I mean, I'm just horrified and disgusted. Like freedom of speech, yeah. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels that way. Please try and take consideration of, of, you know, the rest of the world and the other people that have... Merry Christmas, Happy Chinooka, and all the other good stuff, all these other uh, great holidays that have you all bustling and running around like a bunch of ass, I mean, like a bunch of uh, busy people. Speaking of busy people, by the way, oh, first I want to salute a, a fine young man. I have no idea who he is. I'll never see him again, but he was stopped at the light on the corner of uh, 441 and 199th, right by uh, Chuck Subs, as a matter of fact. Yesterday, I'm on the way home, getting ready to make my right turn, and this uh, young man is parked in front of me. He looks in the rearview mirror and sees that I'm behind him, turns around, gives me a wave, and then starts like, I'm going to tell you, I believe he was grabbing himself. He was so excited to see me. I'm, I'm just unbelievable. Grabbing himself, slapping the steering wheel. He was slapping everything in sight, and that too, that's right. So uh, happy or whatever to you too, pal. And speaking of drivers, by the way, we've discovered something new in America, and that is that the roads are like a telephone booth now. That's right. Everybody has got a cell phone. Every jackass, including, see, down here, we have about, I would say, you know, I'll be, I'll be generous, about 70% of the people who shouldn't be on the road under any circumstances, even on a perfectly sunny day, a clear day with a dry road, minimal traffic, like on a holiday, you know. These people can barely function on that kind of a day. Much less, you know, right now where everybody's on the roads, it's congested, people are schlepping all over shopping, doing whatever they're doing, and now every jackass has got a cell phone stuck to his or her or its ear. I'm at the, I'm at by uh, Knob Hill and Broward Boulevard yesterday going home, and there's a clown, he's sitting there at the light, he's in front of me at the uh, traffic at the red light. The light turns green, does he go? No. No, he doesn't go. And why? Because he's got the cell phone stuck to his ear. He's finishing the conversation, man. He is finishing his conversation. This was one of about a half a dozen people yesterday that I encountered because I'm starting to notice it more and more and more. I mean, I don't mind if you're talking to somebody. We get a million calls here every day on the uh, cell phones. That's fine. But at least uh, pay a little bit of attention to your driving. Maybe 5% would be good, for starters. 
And this guy, he, like, finishes the convert. And I, you know, give him a toot of the horn, pays no attention. Grabs the phone away from his ear, because thank God, thank God, he's finally finished with the conversation. I might still be sitting there now. And he punches the thing off, puts the phone down. And now, all of a sudden, he grabs the wheel, and away he goes, and we finally get through the light. The roads are like a telephone booth in South Florida because every jackass has got a phone stuck in his rear. Jesus, man, it's just—it's a beautiful thing. But let's not start out on that kind of a note. Let's start out with the good news. They got the uh, all the uh, slot machines and their money and their paraphernalia back last night. Oh! It was on all the newscasts, although you notice it didn't make the front page of the newspapers today. Kind of buried. Here it is. I got one out of the uh, whichever paper this is, the Herald. I think this was buried either in the local or the um, Bobby Butterworth and Sheriff Ken Jenny. That's right. Right before Christmas time, they go in there last week, raid the uh, cruise ships, the one in particular, the Sun Cruise 6, yank all of those uh, evil, evil slot machines off of there, confiscate hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. God only knows how much. Oh, a million dollars, it says. And, of course, they had these little rinky-tink uh, Kmart or... Uh, uh, Radio Shack kind of uh, pieces of equipment in there to detect how far. And they admitted, well, we re weren't really sure uh, where the hell we were. Maybe it was twice. And, of course, I want you to stop and think about this. Is it exactly three miles outside the uh, the, uh, the uh, border of Florida? Is it 2.8 miles? Is it 2.6? Is it maybe 3.1? Does anybody know? No. And does it make any difference? No. That's the point. Talk about nitpicking. Talk about spending since April months and months and months, and God only knows how many thousands or millions of dollars on this uh, very, very important investigation that blows up in their face once again. But, I mean, stop and think about how they're, they're, they're not only polluting the waters of your sea life, all the uh, fish, I bet you even the dolphins out there are losing their morality because the goddamn, uh, all that gambling is going on on those cruise ships inside the three-mile limit. Now, if they're like three and a half miles out there, then it's okay. Then we don't have to worry about a goddamn thing. But if they're only like 2.8, 2.9 miles, if they're like within that three miles, then, of course, something evil is going on, and we better do something about it. That's what the Sun Sentinel said. That's what Sheriff Ken Jenny says. That's what uh, Goody Two-Shoes Bobby Butterworth says. And this, you know something? Just like these impeachment hearings that are going on again right now as I speak. There's John Conyers, good man. He's speaking. But I beat, but I beat, but about same old crap. Thank God that the most important things that we got no crime, we got no uh, you know uneducated peoples running around, we got no problems in America. The only thing we have to worry about are cruise ships that aren't going out there far enough, and about uh, let's uh, you know presidents who are getting blowjobs. Thank God for that. Oh. And, you know, with this holiday time of year, you know, we just finished with Thanksgiving. There's more that we can be thankful for. That these are the important things that we have to address, that we can direct our attention to. Man, things must be going pretty damn well. Nine minutes after ten at five. Oh, God. Oh, 
515 at 560 WQAM, your neurotic station for the holidays and for most of the year. By the way, Joe DiMaggio is on the edge. I don't want to get uh, Greg Kotex's day off to a bad start over there at the Herald, because I know that he believes that, you know, superstars never die. That's right. There are some people who are just too important. They never die, especially if they were like jocks, because Greg Kotex is a sports writer of sorts. And I use that term loosely. Oh, I better take this call from Havana, because I think... Anybody have a heart or a liver? These ball games... Instead of buying 20 bucks worth of food at that hockey game tomorrow night and shoveling it into Baldy's pocket, even though we do know, of course, he's going to give it to charity. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. The Wayne Heisinga Foundation. So that's what we're looking to know. Well, Uncle Mel. Yes, sir. You are on a roll. Yes, I am. You are in a tent, in a tantrum. I'm rolling it right now. Yeah, I'm rolling it. <laughs> hey, uh, got a couple of things. This is Mark, first of all, longtime uh, listener from your Zeta days. Yes, sir. Uh, college, uh, grew up with you, college days and everything. And survived it somehow. And How so, do you let like me that? tell you, you made, a, you made the, the trip, the journey a lot easier. Yes, I have. Number one. And you're welcome. Uh, thank you very much. Number one, uh, the way you started that call with that lady calling you on tape. Oh, yeah. And that she was forced to listen to you. Yeah, we, we have to listen to this garbage, this song. We have to. You don't have to listen to it for two seconds, lady. If you don't like it, <laughs> shut it off, okay? People that do like it, they listen. And anybody with a brain that doesn't like it, instead of sitting there, oh, my God, instead of being appalled or professionally agitated, they turn it off and they find something else to do. But obviously there's something in that bitch, in that nice lady, that attracts her to this, even though she doesn't want to admit it. And she, like so many other people, once they discover the show, she can't turn the thing off. Absolutely. So I found that kind of funny that she, you're right, I have heard it on your show when you ask the people why do you listen right and as far as i'm concerned when i don't like something i listen, i change the channel exactly I I mean, people, people with television now with your clickers everybody's yeah. got a remote and uh, with cable and with satellite dishes the small dish everybody's got that clicker going i mean i'm one of the worst offenders in the world if, if i'm watching something and for more than 10 seconds there's something on there i don't like or that doesn't interest me i'm clicking it baby in that's the uh, remote too that's right so that, that was kind of funny uh, let me see. Number two, the call from uh, Havana, Cuba. Excellent. Wasn't that something? Oh, huh? that, that was. If that guy called in every like week, I'd love to hear him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he was. He was down. Well, he's got a lot of practice. He's got his own show. He's playing Perry Como records or something now. That is correct. Mother bull. Whatever. Yeah, that, that was funny. Yeah, it was that beautiful. was funny. Uh, number three. Uh, what was number three? Well, first of all, I told George. Uh, I told George that he's great, you know, when you're uh, on your vacation. Yes, he is. A lot better than tapes. Mm -hmm. I think most of and the... And by the uh, way, that was my idea. I take all the credit in the world for that, okay, since I'm taking credit for stuff today. Right. Nice going, Neil. Thank you. Better than tapes. Right. And uh, lastly, if you get a chance, do me a favor, and I have not heard Figaro, remember, from the Zeta days? Oh, Figaro. Figaro. Loved oh. it. I think uh, well, I'll have to dig around for that. I know I've got it somewhere. It's not in the uh, DC. I've got it somewhere. And uh, love your show, and uh, you have a good holiday. And I'll give you a call in a couple of years. And have a great life. All right. See yeah. ya. Okay, there you go. He somehow survived it since all the way back. Is it warm in here, or is it just me? It seems a little bit on the uh, tepid side. What is it? I'll go fist it. It's a little on the uh, lukewarm side, if you ask me. Oh, speaking of fist it. There's an article very depressing, by the way, for those people who believe we ought to have 200 states in the union. Where the hell did it? What did I do with that thing? Damn it. Got so much crap here today. Where's that little piece? Oh, here's that little piece. Not enough support for statehood, poll says. Days before a vote on Puerto Rico's future relationship with the United States, a poll shows support for U.S. statehood at only 37%. For voting on it? How the hell can they vote on it? Why wouldn't we have to vote on it? The survey published on Monday by the El Mundo newspaper echoes previous polls.
Similar surveys have shown statehood winning the most votes, but falling short of the 50... No. So why don't we, you know, Puerto Rico, we got enough Puerto Ricans here already. We love our Puerto Rican friends, and there's a free switchblade with every Puerto Rican. What's wrong with that? So one of our poll questions today, who make the best neighbors? Puerto Ricans, Colombians, or Cubans? That's our poll question today. What are you smiling about? I think that's a very legitimate question. Who would you rather have living next door to your house? Oh, there's, now, there's probably going to be none of the above. There'll be that category, too, like in their poll. Puerto Ricans, Colombians, or Cubans? I think that's a very, very uh, significant uh, questionnaire and something we really, really ought to spend. We ought to spend a lot more time thinking about that than about some stupid ball game. Hey, how'd Napoleon Kaufman do? <laughs> 1056. The Neil Rogers Show. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. They don't like my choice of now. Well, this is good news. Happy holidays from the U.S. government. Caribbean farmers protest plan to destroy marijuana plants. We're at it again. First, we're raiding cruise ships out there, yanking uh, anything we can, money, slot machines, paraphernalia, etc. And now they're training uh, Caribbean troops. The U.S. has gone in there, U.S. helicopters, and they're training these troops to go in there all over the uh, Caribbean and destroying marijuana plants. How do you like that, huh? Doing great things to protect the world, to protect everybody from that wicked weed and from those evil slot machines. There you go. If we could just get... I'm going to tell you right now. Mark this down, like Wayne would say. Mark this down, baby. If we could just get rid of the wicked weed and slot machines, we'd have it made. It would be a safe place. Nobody would have to worry about burning in hell. We wouldn't have to worry about no more stupid editorials in the Herald and the Scum Sentinel on those issues. Then we could, uh, you know, start getting down to the important things, like who's going to win some stupid football game on Monday, or uh, whenever the hell it is, Sunday. The diocese suspends priests over gay weddings Oy. in Rochester, New York. You know, I grew up in Rochester. Rochester is a, I don't want to say right wing, but it's a conservative town, a working town. You know, uh, uh, Eastman Kodak and Hickey Freeman and whatever Xerox used to be there. A lot of, places, a lot of companies moved out. But it's okay for what it is. But it's amazing, the, the new, the topless uh, bathing thing, that started with a bunch of women, a bunch of dykes, I think, in Rochester. Remember, they started that big to-do, and then it spilled over up to Toronto. And they said, oh, yeah, if you want to hang your boobs out and march up and down, that's okay. And uh, now this uh, Roman Catholic uh, priest up there, this Bishop Matthew Clark, 
Oh, no, he's not the one. James Callan, I'm sorry. At the Corpus Christi Church in Rochester, New York, he's the one that's been uh, marrying uh, gay people. Same-sex weddings. In Rochester, of all places. So somewhere along the line, yes, Virginia, there is a uh, liberal element in Rochester, believe it or not. Must be those Jews and Italians. The Roman Catholic Diocese on Monday suspended a priest who conducted same-sex weddings, served Holy Communion to non-Catholics like that, Oy. and allowed a woman to perform some duties on the altar. Okay? Which is another one of the parts of the lunacy of the Catholic Church and most religions, like Orthodox Jews. Treated because the Bible says, you know, that women are like, uh, just like your slaves are like whatever the Bible said. That's right. Gives you all these instructions. So all you women just stay barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen and uh, cut the crap. That's, that's what the church teaches you. And go make babies. So there's another great story from Rochester. So what are we going to do about those damn Puerto Ricans, huh? George was telling me before that uh, we have more Puerto Ricans in Broward than we have Cubans. Is that, is that true? Uh -huh. Those were pre-Hurricane Andrew <clears throat> statistics. What is it? Those were pre-Andrew statistics. Oh, so in other words, after Hurricane Andrew, a lot of Cubans got pushed up there into Broward County? Is that well, what you're trying to tell me? When their houses were all blown away. Yeah. When they bought some nice property up in Broward. Well, I don't think Homestead was mostly Cubans, was it? No, but like Country Walk. Weren't there like uh, a lot Kendall, of grape pickers South, down there? Weren't they like Kendall. Mexicans? Do we have Mexicans in Broward? No. I don't think we let any Mexicans into Broward yet. I think we're going to take up a resolution on that, but I don't think we uh, are doing that quite yet. Oh, by the way, speaking of Mexicans, have you ever gone into a supermarket and this, the aroma of uh, rotting fish? Is the, now what are you laughing about? I was telling you, I was talking to you about this before, because I happened to have that experience the other day. I went into a supermarket that I usually don't frequent, because I was looking for my uh, strips, my beef strips. And it's a beautiful market, and it's clean, and it's huge, and uh, great selection, etc. Although they didn't have what I was looking for, goddammit. Although maybe they had, you know something, maybe they had the bags, I just wasn't looking in the right place. Maybe they have those uh, freezer bags. But at any rate... And I walk in, I open up the door, and the first thing that hits you in the face is that smell from the seafood department that just wafts through the entire store of rotting fish. And maybe it's not rotting, but it's just... Or like, for example, ever go to a place uh, like in Boston where they have all those outdoor markets, you know, the farmer's markets? And I love the farmer's markets where they have real cheap cold cuts and produce. But when you get close to the fish and seafood department, you know, where they're outside, oh... God, and of course, if you don't like fish to begin with, if you're not a fish eater, which I hate fish, and the aroma just knocks you out. I just don't know how some of you guys can handle it. You know what I'm saying, George? I don't want to get too graphic here, but, but the smell of that rotting fish, I just, oh, man. Woo! Heavy duty. Must have something to do with nose plugs. Is that what's required before you go deep sea diving? Is uh, nose plugs before you just dive right in there. Man. Wow. The smell of that pungent, rotting, disgusting fish. And I just want to go to the door of that store and just race right out and get some of the fresh air. Even if the air outside isn't all that fresh. I just say, holy crap, let me out of here. I don't. I think there are other, other than the obvious, I mean, there are few things in the world that smell worse than that smell of uh, rotting fish and the other crap that goes along, whatever that is. God. So you people that are running your supermarkets are wondering why you're not doing as much business as the other guys? Maybe if you like, uh, you know, maybe those, maybe the managers of those stores have heavy head colds, or maybe they have sinus problems, because it's so apparent. You walk in the door and it just hits you in the face like a sledgehammer, just whap, just like that, hits you right in the puss, and you say, "Man, something's fishy in this joint. Something stinks to high heaven. It smells like uh, crap in here." I don't want to say which store it was because I don't want to get our friend out there upset. You know, the one that called and said, "Come on into our store." Remember that? Uh, yeah, he called twice. 
I don't want to get him upset, but he might tell his friends at that store. I don't want to mention the name that uh, stinks in there. It's 1108 at 560 WQAM. You want to get a great great card? Advertising on the sports pages of both our local newspapers any day uh, very soon. 1113 at 560 WQAM. We got uh, open lines in Dade County. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Something I forgot to mention yesterday, which I better get to right now immediately or I'll forget again. Very, very important. I've been screaming since they opened the Mac Arena, the uh, uh, hockey palace up there in Broward and Sunrise. I've been screaming about the fact that the goal lights are little dinky, tiny, like Christmas lights. They're so small that you have to have a telescope to see them when a goal is scored, which, of course, is supposed to be the highlight, the most exciting thing about a game, especially when the home team scores, we hope. But nevertheless, that's supposed to be an exciting thing. Well, they have never responded to that. They did respond to several other things, lids for the uh, for the soda cups. They responded to the fact that the audio, the sound was too loud and distorted, and they finally got that straightened out again after having a few bumpy uh, rocks in that road. And uh, evidently, they're trying to clean up their act in various ways. But as far as the goal lights are concerned, evidently Wayne has given so much money to charity that he can't afford, like, real goal lights, like in a real new hockey arena. Okay, so well, fine, we have to live with those little dinky goal lights. The only problem being that the ones at the north end, I even got my directions right this time, the ones at the uh, Panther shoot twice end, okay, to my right as I'm sitting there on 101, looking to the right, that goal, the goal light uh, doesn't come on most of the time. Game the other night against Carolina on uh, Saturday. Just a few seconds into the game. Here's Robert Spala. Sticks a goal in the net. There's the puck. is right in the net. Looks to me like a goal. I'm screaming. I'm cheering. Most of the people see it's in there. Does the light come on? No. In fact, I, I think that uh, a couple of times in a game, maybe two or three times, did the light actually come on when a goal was scored? No. And they don't even bother putting it on anymore, which I'm sure that the goal judge, I mean, his eyesight must be uh, good enough to see the puck is sitting there right in the net. He's probably pressing the button. Maybe Wayne just can't afford enough cash. Maybe the city of Sunrise, whoever's really responsible for this, can't afford enough cash for a new light bulb in that uh, little tiny red thing in there. And they're just little, you know, maybe we can also, along with our Center One campaign, we can take up a collection for like uh, under a buck, whatever it would cost for a replacement light bulb, for the goal light to come on when a goal is scored. I mean, you talk about a sterile experience. Going to a hockey game, they score a goal, and like, uh, is the light on? Is, uh, is something going on here? Do we, does anybody know? No. I mean, these are little things, okay, but it's called going to a sporting event. A lot of people paying a lot of money to subsidize it, by the way. And uh, they have a right to expect certain things that actually have to do with the game going on, as opposed to everybody, you know, uh, dancing around. Oh, this is the new deal now, by the way, at the new arena. This is the new deal. And that is the interludes, of which there are more and more and longer commercial TV timeouts and all this other bullcrap. During the interludes between the action is that everybody and their brothers looking up on that big, gigantic screen to see if their puss is on there. They're waving, they're puking, you know. I had my uh, moment of glory there that one time, which I hope doesn't happen again soon because I'm wearing my no BM button just to make sure it don't happen. But at any rate, so now everybody that's on there, they had one uh, young woman on there. I thought she was going to do a strip act. Everybody in the crowd was going, oh, yeah, this is a lot more exciting than this stupid game. And they had some little kid, I'd say about an eight or nine year old kid up there, and he's 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 like uh, doing a strip routine. I thought, what the hell was this kid doing? He's uh he's doing like dirty dancing up there in the crowd, and he's going crazy. And this is the excitement, okay? The contrived music, the people juking and jiving in the stands. The game is boring as all crap. They're blowing a lead time after time again. But you're having a great time. It's excitement, isn't it? Excitement? No. Yeah, come on. And go out there in the hallways and buy a lot of that overpriced stale food too while you're at it. Open line in Broward, all three in Dayton. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. 
Hey, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Just an offshoot of your poll question. Yes? You know what I found out as an Italian-American? What is that? Is that... Uh, I grew up in New York, okay, then I moved down here. A now, are you an Italian-American or are you a Guido? Because you said New York. Well, <laughs> Italian-American. You don't say mozzarella, do you? No, no, no. You don't no. say prosciutto? No. Rosetta. But a lot of Italians and Jews, like I found that, I found this, whether it's culturally or food-wise, whatever, you know, a combination, a lot of entertainment-wise, a lot of Italian and Jews like the same thing. Right. Especially when you come to, oh, let's say, upper middle class and up. Okay, they like a lot of the same entertainment. Well, it's because we both have big noses. Well, <laughs> I, I, all the Jewish people I know love the Godfather movies. Right. Okay, they love Italian food. And they like well, well, isn't there a segment of Italians, like Sicilians, for example? Because I remember when that movie first came out, and Joe Daggiola was doing the Today Show on NBC, mm -hmm. and they had priests on there, and they were screaming and carrying on about the stereotypes and about Sicilians are not mobsters and how the, you know, the Italian Defamation League was having a nervous yeah. breakdown. Yeah, I know. They, they, well, that comes out with any new sort of like uh, ethnic movie. There's always going to be some group being offended for one, you know, one aspect or uptight, yeah. And I was reading somewhere, this is really an offshoot, but you know that... When it comes to Elvis impersonators, the largest, the two largest groups are Italians and Jews. Who? Boy! Isn't that something? Huh? You learn something every day. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to let you know. That oh, I, I see tremendous uh, similarities between Italians and Jews. I, I don't think there's. In fact, when you go to Rome, uh, I think it's the same people. Because that's like when you go to New York. Even the Glam speak Yiddish in New York. You know that. Oh, absolutely. That's the melting pot of melting pot. Right. I just wanted to let you know that I just found out throughout my life, and I was wondering if you felt the same thing. Absolutely correct, sir. Okay. And bye work bye. on that nose. Bye-bye. Okay, I'll see you. Okay, there's a Guido from New York. We have an open line in Broward. All three in day quiet this morning. When I wasn't taking calls, we were loaded. We had 8 million calls on there, but I have a lot of material. In fact, I'll continue if you want. I'll just keep rambling on. I'm in a rambling mood today. I'm just loaded with good uh, stuff today. Five, six. Now, now that we're re I'm really putting on this push the last three weeks because yesterday we were getting updates from Carol on Center One like every half hour, which can actually make a very important goal, a nice big round uh, six figures, and please do it or else. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Um, well, I, I hope I can enlighten you in some way in uh, uh -huh. helping you with Center One. I do, uh, I do appreciate what you're doing for them, and I do believe, I, I, I do believe in that. How do you like that? There's a great guy. Oh! See, when we used to do Camilla sauce, we'd get, uh, I know this may come as a shock to you, but there'd be several people, uh, you'd open up envelopes, and then all of a sudden, here'd be one for $1,000. Remember those days? $1,000. Now, we did get a check from my friend Ron, the uh, hockey fan, the Philadelphia Flyers fan, who's a great guy. 1500 bucks he donated this year. He usually gives me a 1000 every year, but this year, dug deep down into his pocket, 1500 bucks for which we thank him profusely. Got a lot of people off their ass, raised an immediate 400 bucks from right inside here, right inside the uh, QAM and Power 96. By the way, Power 96, you're, uh, you know, we'll take your checks too. Just like uh, Robert and Sales there from Power 96. We certainly, uh, your money spends just as well as anybody else's. Open line on this all of a sudden. I guess it's going to be another one of those days today, but I'm used to it. They're probably watching the speechman hearings right now as I speak. They're probably watching that crap, getting all sucked into that baloney again. I don't even have it on. i got the Weather Channel on right now. I don't have a CNN on because I refuse. I, I have no more room in my life. I'm just worn out. They don't get the message, okay? They don't get the message. We don't want to hear any more about it. There's nothing more to be said about it. They've dissected it. They've turned it upside down, inside out. He had an affair. They tried to cover it up, just like everybody else does who's married, and even people who aren't married. And then that's it. It's got nothing to do with government. It's got nothing to do with impeachment. It's got nothing to do with anything but partisan politics. And quite frankly, I can't deal with another second of it. I will not watch it. I don't want nothing to do with it.
Five Mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. I couldn't agree with you more on the uh, your take on the Panthers, uh, the fans in this arena. Uh, the only thing people care about uh, will the blimp uh, drop the tickets in my lap. And are there Panther T-shirts for the Panther Patrol? Right. And what BM has done is decided to spend more money on the T-shirts than on players to improve the quality of the mm -hmm. of the team. Yeah. Uh, other thing, Neil, about two or three months ago, was uh, channel surfing at TV late on a Friday night, and of all things, I'm on the Romance Channel, and who's getting married on TV? Phil Henry. By Phil Henry. Phil Henry you know was on the Romance that? Channel. Yes. Did you hear are you sure? Died? They had his wedding and his preparations. Did you know he got married out there? Yeah. Yeah, well, it was oh, like Of course. This. I spoke to his new wife. She's a uh, sweetheart. She's great. No, but it was actually a segment of uh, they profiled Phil. Are you sure? Pardon me? Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. All right, yeah, I just wanted to convey that to you. Thanks for the good news. Okay. By the way, is Phil still bald, by the way? Uh, extremely. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Okay, we have an open line in Broward. All three lines in Dave. Boy, are they going to put my wedding on TV? No. I guess not. Five, six. I'm getting married over the weekend. I guess uh, we're eloping. Kind of a well-kept secret so far, but, but he didn't want me to let it out. He's kind of embarrassed about it. His wife's not too happy either. What? Going to Rochester for that? We are going to Rochester, as a matter of fact. In fact, Father, what's his name? Father O'Toole is going to be uh, making the sacred union. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. I was just waiting to be put on. You are on. Oh. I just said, hey, the mobile in Boca. I said hello, and you said hello, and here okay. we are. Neil, yeah, I have to tell you, I'm from Boston. I went to the uh, Panther Bruin game the other day. Yeah, oh, that was the worst game in the history of the human race. Yes, Coma game. I tell you, these fans are pathetic. Yeah. Is that a boredom? They don't know how to cheer. You know, the only people they can cheer are is uh, Nehemiah. And Ray Whitney. That's the only two. No, they like... don't really cheer for anybody. The only thing they know how to do is say, hey, ref, you suck. And even when a Panther commits a flagrant, obvious penalty, you still hear the same assholes. There's maybe about 500 of them. Yeah. They're very loud. Oh, they're yeah. very vocal. It's always the same jackasses. Hey, ref, you suck. As though they're impressing the rest of us. And, of course, we're all humiliated and embarrassed by their behavior. And they, they were afraid of me. I mean, even though they won one nothing. It was a boring game. It was, it was game, a but... horrendous game. Now, you could have taken a book and a small pencil flashlight and uh, had a good time as a point oh, yeah. to watching the game. And I went to the uh, Carolina game the other day. Yeah. And well, at least that was thing. more entertaining. Well, the same fans. First of all, you don't see the same people uh, two games in a row because uh, most of the people don't have season tickets. They share or no. they get freebies or whatever. And so That's most exactly of the people are in there either. Huh? Nope. The only way people would go to the game is if it's a freebie. Right, that's right. And if they can see themselves up on the big screen and make fools out of themselves. Well, welcome well, to South Florida, sir, and try to fill up that fleet center. Yeah. Sports Queer Radio is what the Q's for in QA. WQM, the Hank Goldberg Show, live at the Sporting Brews at 2 o'clock. we got the orange-haired one, the cartoon character, walking and living and breathing, Boog Shabby at 6, and Eddie Kaplan is compulsive gambling show at 10 o'clock tonight. I'll tell you one thing, boy, Dade County, did, are these lines working now? Because we had a call from Havana on a Dade line right off the bat this morning, and other than that, we can't, we can't rustle up any interest in Dade County whatsoever. I think my comment about Puerto Ricans uh, and uh, Colombians and Cubans, you think that had something to do with it? Uh -huh. Well, what's wrong with it? I think that's a very legitimate poll question. We don't want everybody sensitive and uptight during the holidays. Let's uh, lay it right out there on the line, okay? 
5670560, pound 560 in the AT&T wireless line. Anybody in date who speaks English? No. Okay, just checking. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm donating $100 to your charity, but not for a very good reason. Yeah. I'm donating because I hate that scumbag at the Sun Sentinel. That, that's a good enough reason. Yeah, it's not really the good reason, but no. that's why. Great. You know, I wish you would talk more against you and get more people to come out and stick up for you. Okay. All right? Well, thank you so much. You Thanks got it, Neil. Thank you. How do you like that? See, that that's my, I'm going to use this, I'm going to try to take a negative. Well, I mean, negative, I, you know, people take shots at me all the time. I'm used to that. And, of course, if you're going to dish it out, you got to take it. I don't care about that. But it's just the idea that in conjunction, at a time when we're doing our fundraiser and trying to do the best we can for charity, which I do every year at this time, and I've done for about the last 14 or 15 years now, and this asshole is giving the song and a dance about a corrosive radio host, Neil Rogers, because I won't kiss Wayne Hatinga's ass. Well, guess what, buddy? I won't kiss his ass, and I sure as hell won't come anywhere near your ass. You're safe, buddy, because you're the most grizzled, disgusting, puke-inducing piece of garbage I've ever seen in my life. Take a bath. Take a shower. Get a bar of Coast, okay? Go over to uh, Bob Green. Maybe they'll loan you the Coast over there for a few minutes. You can take a shower. Little scumbag. And, of course, isn't it interesting that this all comes right on the heels of my comments a few days ago. This was like a few days after I was talking about the Sun Sentinel and their hypocritical thing with the Sun Cruise, uh, that editorial that they wrote, that unacceptable idiotic editorial about how that raid was great for all the citizens of Florida. Yeah, it was great. They wasted all that taxpayer money, and now they had to go with egg on their face last night and bring all the goddamn slot machines back and bring the million dollars in cash back. Nice going there, Sun Sentinel. Oh. One of our astute listeners sees on page two of the sports section, on the same day that that editorial ran, on page two they got a big ad for the Sun Cruise Casino, the very same one that they're condemning on their editorial pages. So they'll take the advertising money, thank you. We have no problem whatsoever. But we'll editorialize against the evils and what a sucker bet it is and yada, 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 ba, 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 and how corrupt you are. But in the meantime, we'll take your ad and put it right there on the sports page, page two, quarter page ad or eighth of a page, whatever it was. Big fat ad. Look at that, one call on the board. You know, I, I just, I throw my arms up in the air and I say to myself, you know, just play uh, stuff. Just play stuff all day. I'm whipped up here. I'm feeling better than I have in months because actually I lost like three pounds on the uh, scale thanks to my uh, seasoned Tyson tenderloin. You know, and I want to say something about that too. 50,000 false starts I've had on these diets. This year I said to myself, instead of making some stupid New Year's resolution, which we all do, why not start in December and get like a head start on it like a month ahead? As opposed to waiting until New Year and then uh, making some stupid statement that I've broken 50 million times as you've all heard over the years. And I'm doing it. And I'm going to tell you something else about it. There's no, there's no big secret to losing weight. There's no secret about it at all. You can delude yourself with the lies like that low-fat bullcrap with all that, you know, all those low-fat brownies and cupcakes. Yeah, right, all you brownie hounds. It's bullcrap. You know that. But you're just deluding yourself because that stuff tastes damn good. But those of us who fought the, uh, the good fight or even a bad fight against the... There's no secret to it. We know how to lose the weight. You just have to do it. Just do it. That's all. No secret whatsoever. If the Atkins works for you, that's what you have to do. If Weight Watchers, if that crap works for you, that's what you have to do. Whatever it is that works for you. There's, there's no secret. So all of this big hocus-pocus and all these fake uh, infomercials and all these silly-looking plastic people on there peddling you some bullcrap, some stupid book or some stupid pills that don't do anything but make them money. 
That's, that's not where it's at. You know how to do it, because all of us who are fat, we've all lost weight at times, and then gained it back, and then some, and lost some more, and gained it. We all know. We all know how to lose it. So you have to just do it. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil, what's up? How you doing, sir? Hey, I was wondering, uh, where do you send the donations to? What's the uh, douchebag out there? What, what does that mean? I didn't even give this punk the address. Can you give a shout-out to a douchebag? Where do you send the address, and can I give a shout-out to a douchebag? No punks, okay? I'm not interested in talking to punks who are obviously either out of school, out of the infirmary, out of the mental institution. How do you like that? Thanks for your tremendous contribution, sir, here to our show on 560 WQM. Thanks for your contribution to the human race. And can I call Tommy a douchebag? No. No. Can we call you a douchebag? Yeah. There you go. Okay. You're a douchebag. You feel better now? Why is it that as soon as he asked that question, there was a little tremor in the back of my brain saying, nah, I don't think so. Dave, now, what, what's going on with these lines here? This is not possible, okay? I've been doing this too long. I have dial tones in all three of these day lines. It is not humanly possible. Is it? Uh-huh. Two out of three of your Broward calls are from Dave. Yeah, see, that's what I don't understand. There all is... the calls are forwarded to the Broward lines. No, I'm, I'm sorry. There is a chigger in the woodpile. If we can get a call from Havana on the day lines, the day lines are working, okay? It's not a question of Dade County. There is something with his phone system. By the way, has anybody got any more information while we're moving upstairs? Anybody hear anything more about that? No. What year it's going to be? What century? No. Oh, yeah, they got the glass. The uh, contractors that are building those new studios for powering QAM up on the uh, third floor, they got the glass, you know, the windows for between the control room and the studios a few days ago in pieces because they ordered it from California. Real expensive stuff, by the way, and it came shattered to little pieces. So there's another delay, and that's not even for us. That's for Power 96. So the delays just keep on coming. They must have gotten the best contractors that money can't buy. They must have gotten guys that can wait a long time for their check because they came to the right company for that. What was that? Oh, somebody who just wanted to a line explain check things to me, not talk explain to you. Explain what? Why they're not calling. And what is that? Because they're too, oh, I, he, he goes, you were too busy, and that's where I cut him off. Oh, they're too busy. So he was going to launch into something else, but, you know, we get oh, you're too busy. So, so in other words, he, he was too busy to speak to me, but he was, he was not busy enough to right. call you and give you a lecture. But that's all they want. I don't have time to talk to Neil, but... And but, as far as they get blow it out your ass? Okay. 5670560, Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 20 till noon at QAM. You watch your Roger show just named by Buddy Nevins of the prestigious Sun Sentinel as the number one radio show in America. Oh! Thank you, buddy. Okay, where are we going? Uh, they're, they're too busy for us today. We better get to these calls real fast, okay? In fact, each call should be about 10 seconds. We'll take about 20,000 because they're real busy. That's what George keeps hearing from these people. Well, uh, you know, we're all listening, but we're real busy. You know, what, what are they doing? Maybe they're going to the sawgrass. Has anybody told me what the attraction is at the sawgrass? No. See, I keep, over the years, I keep asking some of the same questions. Every few months, I'll bring it back again, even though I know I'm not going to get an answer because there is no answer. It's like all the God bull crap. I mean, how could anybody believe such nonsense? Is there an answer? No. Of course not. Because it's the easy way out. Because they think everybody else believes this baloney or everybody claims that they do because it's the appropriate thing to do in public. Oh, yeah, sure, I believe that. There's a heaven and a hell. You're going to burn in hell, mister. Yeah, right, I believe that crap. And the, the devil with a pitchfork and all these fairy tales and the Virgin Mary on the Tina's Pizza and on the side of the bank building. Of course, we all believe in that, don't we? No. Well, but it's easier to say yes. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach Gardens. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm a newly arrived refugee from Los Angeles. Oh, and, uh, I have no idea what you're doing here, sweetheart. Well, I don't know either, but I'm very enthralled with your show, and I'd like to know, I'd love to buy some CDs to send uh, presents to my 
associates, although I'm quite an atheist for for Chinooka or Christmas, yeah. and I just don't really well, know where to go. Well, this is a big atheist go. holiday, too. You don't know where to go? Well, I'm sure that uh, we could tell you. Okay, now, where are you? I'm in Palm Beach Gardens oh. visiting my daughter. In Palm Beach Gardens. Well, the closest would be in the Boynton Beach. Or if you want to do it easier, just pick up the phone and call. I'll give you the phone number. How's that? How about that? Thanks so much. 954 Yes. 563 Yes. 3600 Thank you so much, and I really enjoy you. And don't stay here too long, because you'll learn to hate it. Well, I don't think that it'll ever be possible, because you and, and I agree on many too many things. Okay, have a great life. Get out of here. Okay, by the way, Baltimore uh, leads the nation... <laughs> this is great. In fact, you know, before I get into this, I was talking to Rimmer on the phone yesterday. Is that a surprise? No. My good, close, personal friend, Jeff Rimmer, the voice of the Panthers. And uh, he, we were talking about his old days in Baltimore and Washington and that stuff. Of course, he's always talking about, which I don't want to hear about. But And I said, well, you know, how were those fans in the uh, Baltimore, Washington area? And he said, they stunk. And maybe there was a reason they smelled so bad. Baltimore has by far the country's highest rate of syphilis at more than 30 times the national average and the city blames the rise of crack and the trading of drugs for sex. Oh! Baltimore also topped the nation in gonorrhea with the rate nine times the national average. Oh! like those Baltimore people. They stunk. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on Monday ranked the 20 cities with the highest rates of two sexually transmitted diseases last year. And guess what? We finally got an unctuous, disgusting, revolting list that we didn't make. Oh! All right! Just in case you want to check these out, because you're going to be running around the country screwing around. Besides Baltimore, 14 cities appear. Oh, I see. This is just the cities that appeared on both lists, so we don't really have the whole uh, Washington D. Oh, look at that. Washington, D.C. What do you know about those fans? They stunk. St. Louis, Atlanta, Detroit, Richmond. Uh, that's Richmond, Virginia. Newark, New Jersey. Well, you know about Newark. They stunk. Norfolk, Virginia, New Orleans, Memphis, Tennessee, Oklahoma City, Birmingham, Alabama, Chicago, Nashville, and Milwaukee. Well, there seem to be an overabundance of those in, uh, well, I don't want to say what kind of cities they are. You know what I'm saying? We have an open line in Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Maybe they just have a small crack problem. Here's a mobile in Wellington. Hello. Hello, Gail? Yes, sir. Yes, I am. How are you doing today? Okay. Hey, I brought your poll. Uh, I think Colombians will be the best. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm one of them, though. Yeah. And based on they got the good stuff? Yeah, I'm on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> listen, I'm sending you a small check. It's not too much. Hey, listen, well, if, it's, if it's a dollar, we'll take it. I mean, anything. Believe me, if we just got enough people off their ass, you'd be amazed how much we could raise in three weeks. Yep. And the best part of it is I'm sending the Airborne Express, so um, you'll get it uh, someday. Excellent. Sunday. All right. Okay, Have thanks a, a lot. Man. Thank you so much. Yeah, he's sending a check. Do we believe that? Two open lines in uh, Broward, two in Dade, 5670560 and Palm 560 on the AT&T. Oh, always said someday. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, uh, sir. Hey, uh, I, 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 I'm not sure if I heard you quickly. Did you say Miami wasn't on that list? That's what I just said, sir. Get a new phone and get out from underwater. Lloyd, look what it did to Lloyd Bridges. He's dead. Uh, oh, bad hey. idea to spend too much time underwater, pal. Open line at Broward, all three in day. They're too busy for Neil today. That's the message from here through the holidays. Maybe after the first of the year, they're going to come back? No. Maybe not. Got a whole new deal cooking now here. You know, last uh, last couple of weeks, everything was rolling along, singing a song. I come in yesterday, and yesterday and today, oh, now it's getting too close to the holidays. We're too busy, okay? Hi, this is Mari Povich wishing you a happy Hanukkah. Yeah, easy for you to say, okay? You big-nosed bastard. Easy for you to say. How's Connie doing, by the way? Here's a mobile in... This is brutal. Mobile in Cooper City. Hello. Uh, good morning, Neil. How yes, are sir? you? Okay. 
it, it's, it's funny you bring up the uh, the sawgrass because I've always felt that there's nothing there. I, you mean I, you're actually going to respond to my comments about the sawgrass mills mall? I think one of the reasons most of my audience doesn't respond is because most of us never go there, and I live right there. Neil, there's nothing else to do except shop, and, I, and I'm not a shopper. So, so I work all day. But I can understand shopping in a mall where they have, like, great stores or, like, uh, the Glendale Mall out in L.A. I mean, big, amazing, beautiful malls where they have great merchandise. Well, what what is the attraction? I, what is I it that they have that I haven't seen yet? Well, the, the New York Diamond Exchange is pretty good. If you, if you, if you can't find, you, find what you want at Beverly's, go to the Diamond Exchange. Yeah, well, also that, my friend Freddie's Jewelers is in there, too. Don't forget him. Oh, I didn't know he was in there. Yes, he's in there. Oh, I'll check Freddy's out, And too, also our friends at Wolf Camera are in there, too. So like I said, Wolf Camera and Freddy's Jewelers, anything a, else we can think of? It's no. A great, it's a great place to go. And I take my kids to that overpriced uh, restaurant there, the Amazon Queen or Jungle, whatever it is. That the Amazon thing. Queen? The Amazon. Uh, now, is that at the Yellow Toucan or the uh, Purple Parrot and the uh, Green I think Parakeet? It's in, I think it's in between both of them. Yeah. And, Neil, uh, the, 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 the sports on the worst team. I think it's like to the Indigo Iguana, yes? <laughs> Neil, if I hear any more about the controversy of the bowl games and who should be in this oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to blow my brain I said this yesterday, and the more I listen, the more I'm convinced. This man needs a lobotomy. He is so obsessed with his college football crap. Who cares? Who and the I, hell I, cares? And Neil, in fact, I, we're not anywhere near Tallahassee. We're not anywhere near Gainesville. And Depot is, like, locked in this Gator uh, Seminole thing. It's like he needs to have a part of his brain removed surgically. Well, well, we're not near the bowl games either. He's ripping the media. Well, you know, that, that's neither here nor there. Those are my opinions, okay? And the media, over the years, they've said some good things about me. And the show, they've said some crappy things. They've taken some shots. Hey, that's the way it goes. But when you're trying to do something for a good charity and you're trying to raise some money, there isn't any reason to be a hard-ass. But, of course, the media in this town are basically a bunch of hard-asses, especially Buddy Nevin. He's an asshole. Exactly. And a little twerp uh, with a bad beard. So, you know, Woody sends this out, and uh, we'll wait. With it. Is New Times going to be putting this in? No. How about City uh, George is laughing hysterically. How about CityLink? No. Which I think they left the H out of that word. How do they spell that? S-I-T-Y? S-I-T-T-Y. CityLink. Are they going to be putting in a plug for our... Uh... No. There you go. So, you know, it's great, and I appreciate it very much, Woody, but I'm still waiting with bated breath to see if anybody's going to give us any uh, assistance on this. How about Tom Jicka? Tom, write anything about our Center One fundraiser? No. All the money Neil Rogers has raised for charity? No. So about the only time it's ever been even mentioned was when Ellie Brecker wrote that big puff piece, which I thank her for profusely, and she put that in there. And, uh, you know, a couple of other times over the years, there's been like a mention, a casual mention of the fact that Camilla's house and Center One and the fundraiser, et cetera, and so on. Well, the purpose of that series, besides to goose up their ratings during the uh, sweeps week in November, the purpose of that series was allegedly to show the good side of the people on the air. They, you know, even Neil Rogers, who comes off like a real prick on the radio, he's a good guy, he does nice things, he helps other people, he raises money for charity, and there was nothing. Not one word said about any of the fundraisers, and it was timely. It was, it was the piece appeared during the period of time when we're in the middle of the fundraiser. Was there anything on there about it? No. Thank you so much, Diane. Oh, gee, there was just a uh, bulletin on there about Joe DiMaggio. On a, well, not a bulletin, but a, the craw news crawl underneath the, the uh, speechman hearings. There was a news crawl out there. You don't think he might have died, do you? Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Better check on that real quick. I'll keep watching again. The death watch is on. Don't tell uh, Greg Kotex. He'll be just crushed. As another part of Americana bites the dust. I mean, he was—he couldn't handle the fact that George Burns died. And who was the other one? Oh, and Sinatra died. And guess what, Greg? Even Joe DiMaggio will die. How do you like that? Oh, my God. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I lost 30 pounds in two months. Yeah. Smoking crack. 
Uh huh. Yeah, I think yeah, I thought you sounded like you had a crack problem. We have an open line in uh, Broward. Line. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How you doing? I'm uh, doing okay. I'm rolling along. You know, here. I heard the, the last call, and it's a bad omen because I was going to tell you that I just started a diet today. And I was going to ask that you That guy was about talking about the crack in his rectum. That's what he was talking about. <laughs> well, I just, I'm not going to go out and buy the Atkins book. I'm not going to be fanatical about it. On what? On the cheese. Like, you know. Yeah, you can have cheese on the Atkins. Well, what kind of cheese are you talking about? Hard cheese, not soft cheese. Well, just just ask your wife. She'll tell you. They like it. You want it hard, not soft. Okay, one lie left on the board. Look at this. This is This is brutal. You know, and the thing, and you know what really kills me about this audience and about this whole town in general, is when you, you know, here a guy comes and takes a cheap shot, which really uh, sets a fire off under my ass about our fundraising thing. And at the time when you're really looking for the audience, you know what I'm saying? To come forward, give you some support, oral support, and like, uh, you know, they're behind you, they're with you, they want to do something, they want to make something happen, and they, they just disappear. They just vanish. You know, you go out and do these appearances, 20 people show up. Well, we're too busy for that. We're all listening, but we're all too busy. We got more important things to do. And that's what happens when you stay in one place too goddamn long. They take you for granted, like the woodwork, like the carpeting, you know, like the furniture. It's just there. And you take it for granted. <laughs> George is giving me a dumb look, and I'm giving him a dumb look. Well, you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. But, I mean, this is this is just pathetic. I got one caller on the board again. The Dateline somehow died on me today. Just died. And no matter how many different things I've talked about here, these people got nothing because whatever it is that they're doing, maybe they're running to the sawgrass to investigate for me to see what's going on, and it's so exciting. I don't know what it is that they're doing, but it's a hell of a lot more important than us. Maybe they're sitting there watching this stupid crap. I'm going to tell you something. If there are people out there watching this impeachment crap again, God help us all. If you people are sitting there watching all these talking heads pontificating and saying the same crap we've been here for the last uh, 12 months now, then you need assistance, man. This whole country needs help. Five, you know, and we can pot it up. If you want to hear the goddamn impeachment hearings, then we can pot it up. Is that CNN pot? Is that thing uh, hooked up in there now? Did we get that straightened out? Pot it up and see if this uh, clown is on there, this bespectacled clown that's hawking to China. He's talking. We don't hear nothing? No. Are you crapping me? So, in other words, if something momentous was about to happen, which it's not, but if it were, and we wanted to put it on the air, we can't do it again because of the technical incompetence in this joint? And it was working before? Yeah, it was working, uh, yeah, well, every now and then, just like uh, when we come on here. Yesterday we came on, had a problem, come on again today, had a problem. Technical amazement. And these guys upstairs, oh, we don't understand what Neil's all upset about, why he's making such a big fuss. All you'd like to do is just come in, do the best you can under all formidable odds, try to do four hours of uh, something, whatever the hell you call this, of crap. And one day the stuff works, the next day it doesn't work, uh, the glass is on the way from California, and, uh, you know, and everybody's walking around with their finger in each other. Rectum. And in the meantime, technically, the Beasley people, a disaster. You're an embarrassment, uh, the Beasleys over there in Naples. You people are an industry embarrassment. I don't care how people get pissed off here, and that it's the truth. It's the truth. There are kids with little toy radio stations in their basement up north who have better equipment than we've got. 
I guarantee you Piper High up there at the KPX, they got better stuff than we got. And equipment, too. Yeah, keep banging on it. Ten minutes after, and equipment, too. Ten I asked. That's why I tested it, because I had this feeling in the in the pit of my uh, stomach that uh, we're going to be shut out again. Neil Rogers, God. 17 at 560 WQAM. Well, we had uh, 8,000 calls on the line when we entered. See, again, it's uh, partly a product of this uh, format, which I'm told. Well, the answer for that is after December is over, and then when January comes, we won't have any business on the log, and you'll have no spots radio again, and then you'll get some calls and they'll hold on for a while, because might, you might actually get to some. Well, that's terrific. That's really great, boys. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. And again, the bottom line is they don't care. They do not care. We must get on 20 million spots because we owe Wayne the mortgage on the whole goddamn place, okay? We must get on 50 billion spots because that's the only, that's the only way we can possibly survive. Dummy. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, oh God. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Uh, you were talking about supermarkets a little earlier, yeah. and I was wondering what happened to, uh, there was a supermarket, I mean, that was as, as big as the wholesalers at Costco, uh, and they had everything and more uh, extra. I don't know if you remember extra. Long gone, long gone. They're Whatever in the bag. That? What happened is they wanted to make you bag your own, and we all got together and said, no, and that's it, that's the end of that. That, that place was well, you know, when Everything. Al Goldstein moved out of town, when he moved back to New York and stopped uh, buying up all those industrial-sized boxes of cereal and uh, Chef Boyardee, that, that kind of put a crimp in their plan. Remember they used That's to have those true. big, gigantic, industrial-sized, uh, huge vats, like for schools. Al used to go there with Fat Rich. They used to shop together. And once they stopped going to extra, yeah, that was another one that went down the... Uh, good good uh, job there, pal. Right down the tubes. You have to bag your own. Now, I'll tell you, in Amsterdam, you go to the supermarket, and they've got some nice markets. Not not like the ones we have here, but they have some decent markets. And uh, you not only bag your own groceries, but you pay, it's just like 25 uh, cents or whatever, but you pay a few guilders uh, or a few uh, cents for a bag, for a plastic shopping bag. And then they shove everything to the end of the thing, and uh, they have a divider for the next person's groceries, and you bag your own. Two open. I thought you'd be very interested. And by the way, you know they put mayonnaise on the fries in uh, <laughs> two open lines of line. How do you like that? As once again, John Travolta continues educating the American public. <laughs> Here's a mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? No, okay. Multi-time caller over here. Well, anyway, uh, real quickly, I'm at work and I'm hiding from the boss. Uh, Monday, I picked up Farewell to God at Amazon. Doc. Ten times the price. Oh, yeah. So I'm actually uh, waiting for it, and I should have it in a couple of days. Excellent. You'll love it. All right. got to run. Thanks. Later. Okay, that'd be a good uh, holiday gift, too, for uh, some of your religious nuts that you got out there to uh, buy a copy of that book and just kind of lay it under their uh, tree or under their Hanukkah bush or whatever it is that to celebrate. Say, hey, uh, just kind of peruse through this, okay, and cleanse your brain of all that bull crap, all that propaganda. Oh, no, we can't do that. The good book says... Well, that is the good book, Farewell to God by Charles Templeton. That is the good book. Open line in Broward, all three in Dayton. Look at this enthusiasm. The South Florida audience coming to Neil Rogers' rescue just at the time when he needs them the most, just at this desperate time of the year. Look at these people piling on here on the lines. We're going to get a goddamn yellow flag for piling on, baby. That's the way that they're operating. Are they doing it here today? No. They're not doing it at all. For love or money. I guess they don't even want those Dolphin Jets tickets. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. All right, I just wanted to call to let you know that I do listen, and I'm not terribly busy enough to drop you a phone call to say, I've got your back, whatever I can do, which is probably go to Borders here in a little bit and buy some stuff. Great, they got one right there in Boca. How do you like that? That's just what I was looking to hear, because I've got a few of them from uh, years past. 
and they love them. I used to live in Alabama, and they love your uh, best of meal. The one they liked best up there was the one from uh, 95. Yeah. And they, they thought that was just great and told me to, like, get the hell out of Alabama, so here I am. And don't ever come back, right? Exactly. Just wanted to let you know I was here, man. Okay, thanks a lot, pal. Be easy. Go out and buy a 20 or 30. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, one call left on the board, and that's it. Uh, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I mean, we're pushing it, pulling it. It ain't nothing's happening here. Yesterday, today, that was the demarcation line. Okay, a day that will live in infamy, December seventh, nineteen ninety eight. Roosevelt was way ahead of his time. Little did he know. Forget about Pearl Harbor. Yesterday was the day that'll live in infamy. The, the demarcation line for this year, because now they've really, now they're real busy. They are so preoccupied, they haven't got time. They got the radio on. I know that. Everywhere I go, oh, by the way, I want to say hello to my close personal friend. I don't know if she's got a radio in the turnpike toll booth. I wish I knew her name. Remember I was telling you about her the other day? I see her every day on the way home because I don't no longer go to County Line Road because all that damn construction on 441, so I go back by through the stadium there. She's got the uh, red hair and the uh, red fingernails, and uh, her son listened to this show, and uh, she knows me and everybody. Hey, Neil, how are you? Nice uh, Cuban lady. She's great. She's the best. How you doing, sweetheart? I'll be uh, looking forward to seeing you at 2 o'clock. Believe me, I'm looking forward to seeing you. You have no idea how much, because that means I'll be getting out of here heading up to Hershey Highway. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Neil, I used to work with a lady from Norway, and uh, she said in Norway and a lot of European countries, yet they bring their own bags to the supermarket. Right, that is, that's correct. BYOB, bring your own bag. That's cool. I mean, like uh, in sunrise, a lot of bring your own bag, way. like Grandma. Neil, I went on the new website, and... Uh, Visually, it looks nice tapping all the bits and clips and stuff. Are they coming back soon? Or? I have no idea. You'd have to ask Eric. I don't know whether they're bringing that back or what he's doing with it. Hey, Eric, don't be a douchebag. Bring back the bits and the clips. Okay. Bye. And have a great life. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. One a day. Out there today? No. Any ladies calling? Say happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, have a happy uh, Merry Christmas, happy New Year, and thanks for all the great entertainment the last uh, many, many years. No. Any of those people out there? Any women? No. No, because they hate me like poison because they're sour pusses. That's what their problem is in this town. 80, 90% of the women. We get like a 1.5 of two share in women. Tops. 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 That's what we get. Women with sour looks at them. Like, like I just cut a real bad, that's right, cut some real serious bad cheese. Like they just walked into that supermarket with a smell of rotting fish wafting through their nostrils. That's what most of the women in this town will tell you when they hear about this show or hear my name or you turn on the radio or play one of my tapes for like two seconds or more or turn on that uh, TV show. When are they getting that thing off of there already? They're so anxious to get the hell that, that thing off of there. That's what Mr. said yesterday or Sunday in the Herald. Because that's the problem with Whammy. It's not that city desk. Oh, yeah, it's not that problem. And it's not Ocean Drive. And it's not that awful newscast that they show 85 times. And it's not the washy reruns of MASH. It's the Neil Rogers show. He's the chigger in the woodpile. It's not that stupid sports show where they were playing grab ass on the sofa with each other all the time. No, it's the Neil Rogers show. That's the problem with, with everything. That's right. With Buddy Nevins, with the Whammy, Neil Rogers, he's the problem. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Mobile in Hollywood. Happy holidays, Neil God. And you back to you, sir. Hey, can I turn around for those Jets Dolphins tickets? Yeah, right, uh-huh, okay. Here's um, Miami, hello. Did you hear that? Here's Miami, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Stay away from the Guayaberas. Yeah, okay, thanks. Stay away from the Guayaberas. A little bit behind the time, sir. I haven't worn no Guayaberas in about 100 years, okay, asshole? You wouldn't know a Guayabera if somebody stuck one in your... Rectum. Oh, they beat us to it, they already did. When in doubt, pull it out, pal. 
We have an open line at Dade, 567. Here's a mobile in Hallandale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi. Hey, I won by Borders. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you a question. I bought the, the two CDs you got. Thank you. And uh, they, they put the money in an envelope. What's up, what's, what's up with that? Well, because it's separate. They don't put it in their cash drawer because we don't want Borders getting the money. That all goes oh, separate. Oh, so it goes straight to you? Straight to Center One. Well, yeah, Thank straight God. to I'll, Center I'll One. I was doing it to give you the money, not for them. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, that's uh, why it's not going in the register. It's separate. Also, I went by Shells on Saturday. What time did you guys stay till there? We stayed there right till, uh, let's see, 5 till 7 o'clock, 7 at night. I was there around almost 7, and you guys, like, were gone. Yeah. Out of there. Sorry. Well, we hey, had can, a... I, can I get some Dolphin tickets? Yeah, sure, okay. We have an open line at Dave. Five, six Dolphin tickets. Yours, five, six line. Twelve twenty six. All the Dolphin tickets you want right here on 560 QA. Number 30. No problem at all, baby. We got Dolphin tickets up the old fat pimply. Rectum. That's right. Because we want to take care of our crowd. Forget about them doing anything for us or for charity. We want to take care of this audience, baby. Because when I ask for them, they are right there. No. They're right on top of it. No. They're there to support me and stand behind me. No. About 20 or 30 miles back up the road. No. Choices. Bacon, pancakes, and eggs any way I want them. Oh, and sausages, those little sausages that look like dog turds. Yeah, the ones that always come stuck together. Why is that? And I don't want it warmed under a heat lamp at some fast food place. I want it warmed under a heat lamp at Lenny's. Tell you how I want it. I want bacon really fatty and wings that when you pick it up, it sort of droops off your finger. And eggs with the yolk broken so they're hot. And I want it served by a fat, sullen waitress with a mustache, so I have an excuse to stiffer. I don't want to stand in line. I want to wait in line to get seated for a really long time. They do that at Denny's. Lenny's. Lenny's. America, there's a new all-you-can-eat Grand Slam breakfast menu at Lenny's. It's everything you already expect from Lenny's, just a lot more of it at room temperature. Hey, that's the good news, baby, out there in West Broward, out in the acres. We got a Denny's. Oh! And you know, it's interesting because the Denny's is about like two, like about a half a block away from where Boston Market used to be. And people used to say about Boston Market, well, you know, it's on the wrong side of the street. It's, uh, you know, eastbound. Yeah, it's on the wrong side of the street. That Denny's, since the day they opened a few days ago, you can drive by there because they're open 24 hours a day. Anytime, morning, noon, and night, and that place is packed. You think they were giving food away. You think they were stuffing gold in every goddamn piece of uh, mother, uh, your mama's pie, whatever it is they serve there. Isn't that what it is, your mama's pie that they're famous for? Well, they do have good pies. But, I mean, that place is just not... Maybe Boston Market's problem was uh, nobody could figure out what the hell it was. You know, it was Boston Chicken, it was Boston Market, it was uh, Chicken... Well, you know, whatever the hell it was. Now, you want you want ten sides with that? You want, uh, you know, nobody uh, knew what the hell it was all about. And they're not there anymore. Here's a lady mobile in Parkland. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay. I heard you say that you'd never get any women callers. So since I've been listening all morning, I thought I would call. Wish you a happy holiday. Well, wasn't holiday. that sweet? That was very nice. And um, reminding everybody that your video, your uh, CDs are wonderful. Yes, they, they are. Make, they make great gifts for people you love, and they make better gifts for people you hate. Right. Oh, yeah. Everyone on my list, especially the people I can't stand, got your video. Got your oh, right. Great. Beauty. <laughs> and I'm glad to help Center One. And I thought the guy who was filling in for George was wonderful. And uh, Joe, I, right? Joe did a great job. Joe, he did a great job, and I prefer it when there are tapes playing when you're not there because I miss a lot of your shows. I don't always get to listen yeah. to you. Uh -huh. George is boring. Okay, and George said thank you so much. I know. And then the other thing that George does is when women callers call, 
He makes sure that they wait a lot longer than the mail callers to get on. No, he does that's not. That, that's mm. not true. People are. He, everybody is here on order. And, and, I don't and, know. and if there's any change in the order, it's only because I see something on there that might, uh, you know, attract my eye, like somebody okay. from Havana or something. Okay. Not true. All right. So he have may be a, a, he may be a relentless bastard, but not quite as bad as you think. And have a great okay. holiday, and thank All you right. so much. And George says, okay. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560. Well, listen, not everybody can like us both. She likes me. She hates you like poison, okay? That's and okay. she thinks that you're a, a sexist pig who doesn't like women except just to use them and abuse them. And I think, you know, she knows that. Right. Huh? Here's uh, Cape Coral. Hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank um, you. Neil, I want to pick...